Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NFL. I think I'm okay with it. What I'm not okay with is whiny general managers saying we can't finish our psychological profile. I don't need to hear that we can't have our 11th visit with somebody to ask them if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be in the middle of this? There's context to everything. <laughs> if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Yep, we're going to miss some of the draft interview process. NFL Draft's going to go on a schedule April 23rd through the 25th. Roger Goodell sent out a league-wide memo. ESPN's Adam Schefter got a hold of it. Includes the includes this warning. Quote, public discussion of issues relating to the draft serves no useful purpose and is grounds for disciplinary action. You gotta love the NFL. Warm and fuzzy all the way, PK. Uh, I think I'd be a weeping willow if I were a tree. Really? Yeah. Because? Uh, because, you know, I like to willow, and sometimes uh, you force me to weep. In fact, I would ask you, why don't you make like a tree and leave? Bada-bing! <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> Jokes.com, people. There's a million of them. Hey, I don't know about you, but the guy just said we're hitting our prime or something like that on that intro. So Stride prime. Already. Stride, okay, I'm hitting my stride, yeah. And, and, you know, I would encourage both of you to lengthen your stride. Joe Montana to the USA Today on Tom Brady, moving from the Patriots to the Bucks. I don't know what's going on inside there, but somebody made a mistake. I had a different story where they had made a decision. He obviously, they never would have gotten rid of. I still don't understand how New England let him get away. I don't understand that, he told the newspaper. So the mistake being the team, because normally players stick up for each of their own, their own players, so he's not saying Brady made a mistake. And obviously Montana had to leave because they were going with Young, which clearly proved to be the right decision given this, the difference in age and the talent that Steve had. Right, and Montana acknowledges that. He said, I had a different story. But right. New England doesn't have a future Super Bowl champion, a future NFL MVP sitting behind him. They've got a bunch of journeymen. Now, maybe they'll pull a rabbit out of a hat and make something incredible happen, but the Niners knew they had Young, and it's a different deal in New England. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. NCAA Board of Governors voted unanimously on Thursday to distribute $225 million to Division I schools in June following the cancellation of the basketball tournament and other winter and spring championships. The NCAA had planned to distribute about $600 million. The NCAA generates, of course, most of its revenue from TV and marketing rights and ticket sales from the men's basketball tournament. So this is a huge hit. I mean, that's uh, $600 million down to $225 million. It's only about, uh, what, 35 40% of the money that they were going to distribute. We're going to talk with Chris Hill, the former Utah Athletic Director, about what this means for schools. But that is, uh, that is a major hit. Now, most stuff in the world of sports has been postponed, and this tournament was canceled. So this gives you an idea why Major League Baseball, why the NBA, why everybody 
wants to keep going because when you don't go, look at the hit you take. Yeah, obviously, and this is this is a potential serious blow. In fact, it is a serious blow for collegiate athletics because what's going to happen? What's going to be the fallout? All right, we know that the money has been decreased substantially. What we don't know is what's going to happen individually to schools and staffs and whatever it might be in terms of reduction and fallout from this. And to me, this then indicates that with the college football season on the horizon, that they're certainly going to do everything possible to have that go in its entirety. I don't know that that's going to be able to happen. Certainly we all hope it is. But this puts schools and athletic departments, some of them are already hurting. A lot of them, you know, have to. And Chris Hill will tell you about that. He's That, that was the number one thing, that the job from he had it for 30-some years that it morphed into as far as the fundraising and it's just constantly on your mind so what does this mean and uh, we saw uh, who, who who was it uh, is it the NBA that they were going to league offices to take in a 20% reduction in salary yep. or something along those lines yep so what what's going to happen and you know not everybody in the athletic department certainly is making big money to where alright that's a blow but it's really not going to change your life that much Whereas if you do those things to some of these people in athletics at the collegiate level, I mean, that's a significant blow. That's a true story right there. And, of course, looming out over everything is are they going to be able to play a full football season? And obviously, the schools individually and the conferences make a ton of money off their football TV contracts. Most of these big deals we're seeing signed, I've read that 80% of the money sits on football and 20% on basketball and whatever else. So, big deals. And, and obviously, this money is going to, it doesn't get distributed evenly. So, you know, this might mean one thing to Power Five conferences, another thing to Group of Five conferences, and it could be yet a different scenario for schools that, you know, don't play football at all or, you know, play it at the big sky level, you know. So, it means something different to the WCC and the big sky than it does maybe to the Mountain West and the Pac-12. And we'll talk about all that with Chris Hill coming up at 9 o'clock right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Having a game without fans is just what is our what is what is sport? What is the worst sport without fans? There's no excitement. There's no crying. There's no joy. There's no back and forth. There's no rhyme or reason that you want to go on a road and just dethrone the home team because of their fans and vice versa. Like that's what also brings up the competitive side of the players to know that you're going on the road in a hostile environment. And yes, you're playing against that opponent in front of you, but you really want to kick the fans too. That's LeBron James talking about the joy of quieting an arena on the road, making the big play, knocking them off. Of course, the uh, NBA, as they consider when to come back, how to come back, will they be able to come back with players, but without fans, and you can kind of see how that would work. You know, you assume you have to take everybody's temperature and make every make sure everybody's spaced out. And that would be a lot easier to do, you know, if you could let a bench loop around the baseline where usually you're selling a ton of tickets and all that. I wouldn't be surprised if they came back without fans. I mean, who knows? You know, we had no idea six weeks ago we'd be here now, so who knows where we'll be in six weeks. But LeBron obviously wouldn't love it. He's made multiple comments about it. Yeah, well, tough. I know. (laughs) It may have to. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not what they want. But if that's what they think they need to do, uh, then that's what they're going to do. And we'll we'll approach that when we we get there. So, uh, 
he likes to speak out, and I guess he's earned that right. But I really don't care in this situation. None of us like it. That's a given. That's uh, if we have a picnic planned and it rains that day, we don't like it. But uh, nevertheless, you got to make adjustment, and you got to move inside. So in this situation, these are the adjustments that potentially could be made. There's all sorts of stuff that's out there. We don't know. You know, we're talking about maybe having a thing in Vegas and having it in a hotel, you know, like the Mandalay Bay, which has an arena uh, to where, you know, and MGM obviously has it too, the Pac-12 played in it. And so you just have everybody in the hotel and then they go downstairs and they don't go outside. And so we'll have to see what the situation is when we get there. But uh, yeah, it's not going to be ideal in any situation. It's certainly not going to be exactly like it was. And so it's all about adjusting. If it comes to that, then, you know, it's better than nothing, I guess, is the way I would look at it. I think from everything I've read, TV ratings are up all over the place. Obviously, people are at home, and some are streaming, and some are watching more TV, and some are binge-watching. And you got to imagine that if the NBA does play these games, whenever they play them, whether it's May, June, July, August, whatever, and people are starved for entertainment, I would think that there would be massive ratings. And you're right, it would be different, and they would lose all the ticket revenue possibly, and all everything that goes with that. But gosh, I think they'd just crush it on the TV end. Everybody at home. Kurt. Well, yeah. I'm not interested in the TV ratings, but uh, because uh, it's about people are losing jobs left and right. And that's, to me, that's way more important than any rating point. I saw something that uh, for every positive case that 100 people have lost their jobs. So this is extremely serious. Fred Curley-Neal, the face of the Harlem Globetrotters for 22 years, died Thursday in Houston at the age of 77. The Globetrotters announced it on Twitter. He had the shaved head and had ridiculous skills dribbling the ball, PK. You probably remember watching him as a kid. Oh, yeah. I was surprised he was only 77. It seemed like he would have been much earlier. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't remember seeing that? That man dribbling the basketball and sliding across the floor on his knees with his knee pads and holding the dribble a half a millimeter of an inch away from the ground and the ball still going. That Yeah, that was entertaining. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. They should just start it regular. Whenever they decide to come back, just have an abbreviated season, however many games that may be. If it's 90, if it's 100, just whatever it is, and then whoever is the best after those games, just roll with it. That's David Justice. What would he do with the season obviously starting late here and it's going to be impacted? He clearly doesn't like the push it back into November or in Scott uh, Boris's plan back into December plan. Just get through 80, 90, 100 games and go on with it. They're going to try and squeeze in as many games as possible, save as much as they can. How far are they going to push the envelope? The thing that I don't understand is that he had Halle Berry, and he let her go. I mean, what was going on with that? To me, that's far more interesting and baffling as opposed to what they do with the regular season in baseball. He had Halle Berry. Do you realize that? You realize they were married? TMZ, let's go. We need, we need the full story, TMZ. Let's go. Yeah. What was the deal there? 
Fanatics, the company that manufactures uniforms for Major League Baseball, has suspended production on jerseys and is instead using the polyester mesh fabric to make masks and gowns for hospitals in Pennsylvania and nearby states. Fanatics started fashioning masks and gowns on Tuesday, and owner Michael Rubin says he hopes to produce nearly 15,000 masks and gowns per day. Good use of that factory. Good for them. All right, DJ and PK, what is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, is going to join us at 8.30. Chris Hill, former Utah Athletic Director, will be here at 9 o'clock. And PK... People got what? a hold of it long after the show ended. People were still sending in two words, two words. Opening day. We didn't get to it until later in the show, but opening day. Give me two words better than play ball. And there are a lot of suggestions out there. We will get to some of those next. Hit us up on Twitter, David DJ James. Call 855-340-ZONE. Use your phone. Use the app. Use the open mic feature. Send us your takes. We'll get to that next. DJ and PK on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.